Hey guys, it's Joel here. Um, here in the States and uh, enjoying time with uh, family and uh, friends. Actually, haven't seen many friends yet because as soon as we got here, um, uh, we came down to South Louisiana to, to, to have some fun down here. And uh, I'm recording this right now, actually just uh, walking around this little lake uh, at the area that, uh, that we're staying at. And there's a, lots of things on my mind, you know. And, um, you watch the news and you want to get a rope and hang yourself. It doesn't matter if you're a Fox News Kool-Aid drinker or a CNN Kool-Aid drinker. You still want to go and get a rope and hang yourself. You look at the world around you in which we live and things are just backwards and upside down and and just all around. And, you know, we we can complain, we can moan and gripe all we want to, and it's not going to make it better. Uh, we can uh, be like hermit crabs and uh, withdraw from everything, and that doesn't make it better either and some of you may be thinking well Joel that's what you've done this last you know year year and a half I hardly see you on social media or or you know out and about or making videos or doing a lot of stuff and and yeah that's true but you know at the end of the day uh, life isn't necessarily about social media media and being on social media uh, matter of fact you know I mean there's a uh, I'm pro social media uh, but I do recognize the dangers in it. And there's a lot of tons of information out there about, you know, the dangers of social media and all of that. But, you know, one thing's for sure that we're, our generation is, is the most connected that we've ever been to one another and to the rest of the world. But yet we're the most, we're, 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 we still feel empty. And, uh, you know, so I, I'm not, uh, trying to knock social media but at the same time uh, social media isn't what brings life to your life in other words uh, that's not really what I wanted to talk about today uh, but my point in in starting out with all the the negative things and you know talking about the world around us and our problems and issues and um, I sure we can debate all of that and you know, and turn it into a right versus left and, you know, and bash the system and all of that stuff. And then there's merit in that. There's, 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 there's rights and there's wrongs and in, in all of that. Uh, but I'm kind of been on a crusade as of late in my newsletters and uh, in my studies and what I've been thinking about and meditating on. And as I'm walking around this lake here and just looking at nature and enjoying this cold weather that we're having, um, my my focus continues to um, be aimed at the area of discipleship, and I believe that uh, this is where most of our problems are coming from. Uh, honestly, there's more and more people each and every day that are sick and tired of churchianity. There's more and more commandment-keeping people that are sick and tired of the Hebrew roots, messianic movement, or whatever you know branch we've splintered off into uh, today. And our big conferences, 
our big get-togethers, our big Bible studies and all this stuff. It's honestly, it's not getting the job done anymore. And I'm not saying we should stop that. Uh, and I don't have, a, you know, step one, two, three solution to everything. But I just know that everything seems to be kind of crumbling around us and kind of falling apart around us. And I truly believe the heart of the matter is with dealing with discipleship. Uh, because if we were truly discipling people, we wouldn't have uh, a lot of the issues that we have today. We wouldn't have immaturity issues uh, as a whole like we seem to have them today. We wouldn't have uh, people treating one another like crap and like garbage. Uh, we wouldn't have a lot of the shaming that's going on. Uh, we definitely wouldn't have, you know, ourselves being puffed up, uh, you know, playing verse volleyball with everybody else where I spike a verse on you and then you come back and spike a verse back on me, you know, in our debates. Uh, we would be able to have a dialogue with one another. And um, it's very frustrating, um, not only as, as a, a person, as a believer, a person of faith, but uh, it's very frustrating as a, as a, from a ministry and a minister's standpoint um, that you have people in movements and have people in, in pews who just honestly don't care anymore. And it just stays right there. That's about as deep as people's faith goes. Well, I've checked off my list of what I have to do in order to be a believer. So therefore, um, I'm all good. And again, I know I'm being kind of harsh here and, and rather negative. Uh, but the issue is it's not going to get better until we start dealing with the, the area of discipleship. And what do I mean by that? Well, first and foremost... In order to be a disciple, we have to be discipling others. And so one of the main things that Yeshua did when he walked the earth was he took people personally. He took them by the hand and he walked with them. And he not only just taught them words, he taught them how to live their lives. He taught them, he basically reproduced himself in the people that walked with him. And then what did they do? They went forward when he was gone and he gave them uh, the authority to, to walk as he walked. They went forth and they did the same exact thing. They replicated or multiplied what Yeshua taught them. And not just they went out and had these teachings and put on big conferences where everybody came together and set up their, their, their tables to, to sell their little trinkets and all of this stuff. No, he, he, didn't, he didn't do that. He, he walked with them, took them by the hand, and he showed them how to live their lives. And he allowed them to practice it while he was with them. And then he gave them the, the authority to move forward and to walk in that authority and do what he did. So in dealing with this area of discipleship, I think that a lot of our problems that we're seeing, not just politically, but uh, spiritually and in our faith-based uh, communities deals with we have a pile of converts and we have hardly any disciples. 
So again, in order to be a disciple, we have to be discipling others. And if we're not discipling others, then honestly, this is this may piss some of you off. But if we're not discipling other people or have people uh, being a, 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 a you know fathering children, not in the natural sense, but in the spiritual sense of you know sons and daughters raising up sons and daughters in the faith spiritually, then uh, we shouldn't consider ourselves a disciple. And so, if we're going to if we're going to, to bring about change in the world, positive change that can actually counter all of the negative things that we're seeing today, then it starts with asking ourselves a lot of questions and stop looking at everybody else around us and all the problems around us and start examining our hearts and our attitudes and our character. And truly ask ourselves, does my life right now match up with Yeshua's life? You know, we have, we have a form but no function. Part of that issue, I believe, is because we no longer have time to pray. We don't pray like the saints of old. And when we don't pray, we, we're, we're not going to have that intimate relationship with the creator of the universe and his son. We're not going to walk in the anointing. We're not going to walk in the power of the creator of the universe. And that right there, that's part of being not, you know, not only being a disciple, but it's part of uh, our responsibility and what we're called to do. And prayer is hard work. Prayer is going to take away from us you know, uh, fellowshipping and take away from us uh, a lot of times going and doing what our flesh wants us to do. And uh, it's, again, it's work and it's going to cost you. And that's just not the American way. Uh, And it's, frankly, it's the way of the world. It's not the way of the world either. We want everything in five minutes and, and we just want to throw some money at it and, uh, and let somebody else do it. And we're going to have to deal, when, when we're talking about discipleship, we're, we're going to have to become more responsible. And it starts not only, you know, it starts within our homes, within our, our relationships, with our spouse, our relationship with our children, and then it branches out from from there. You know, in this attitude of, well, I'm not a minister, so that's a minister's responsibility. That's that's part of the problem why we're at the at the place where we're at in our nation and in the world, uh, where nobody respects anybody anymore. Nobody wants to listen to anybody because you know we've lost the power of the Creator of the universe, not only uh, in our words but in our lives. And nobody wants to believe in, in, in the God of Israel anymore. I say nobody, that's, that's a big blanket statement. But a, a lot of people in the world, they don't, because they don't see or experience God from our lives, then they think it's just fairy tales and it's all made up. And if we were truly disciples and I'm including myself in that in in this you know examining myself 
But if we were truly disciples, you know, we, we really have to look at some, some, some things and we have to ask ourselves hard questions. So are we just following the, the, the trends and because we lack power in order to keep people in the pews and keep it look like, you know, we're, we're the family of God and we're, we're doing all of these awesome things? Do we, do we follow the trends of, of you know, these, uh, uh, these, I call them spiritual telemarketers, you know, these programs and these, these, these people who are writing books. And, you know, if we follow this, these six steps, this is how you grow your church or grow your Hebrew Roots Fellowship. Do we continue down that path or do we actually return and to begin to establish, reestablish our relationship with the Messiah and with the creator of the universe? You know, again, I'm, I know I'm being kind of rough here in this podcast, but is the world soft? Is the world fair? No, it plays rough too. And, you know, what we've been doing is not, it has a form, but it's not functioning. And if we're going to change the world around us, I guess this is the main point of this whole audio I'm recording here as I'm walking around this lake and just kind of taking everything in and enjoying being back in my home country for a little while. If we're going to be the change that, you know, we, we read about and we hear our, our, a lot of ministers slash motivational speakers uh, talk about, we have to get back to the ways of the Creator. And I don't just mean by, you know, keeping commandments and stuff like that. That's obvious. I mean, clearly Scripture is obvious about being obedient to the Creator. But I'm talking about having a prayer life. I'm talking about being intimate with the Creator. And I'm talking about doing what Yeshua, the greatest commandment that Yeshua gave us. And that's go make disciples of the nations. He didn't say go make converts. And so if we're not making disciples, then we can be beating other people on the head for not keeping the commandments or not keeping Sabbath, but yet we're breaking one of the major commandments that the guy that we proclaim to represent, we're breaking a major commandment because we're not doing what he told us to do. And again, in order to be a disciple, you have to actually have some disciples under you or uh, you're training or raising up to go out and to multiply and for them to make disciples. And so this, this is a major issue that um, nobody's touching because it takes work, it takes time, it takes money, and it takes effort. And there's no glory in it. Uh, you know, you won't get a pat on the back by anybody and not that we should be looking for that, but you know, it's just because of that, nobody really, a lot of people don't really want to mess with it. So, you know, if you follow me or what little bit that, that, uh, I post online or whatever, uh, over the last few months, I've really been hammering on this subject of discipleship. 
and eventually I'm going to get around to solutions. But right now, you know, we have a lot of people uh, that I see. I follow a lot of Messianic Hebrew Roots people uh, on social media. And uh, I've actually kind of started to thin a lot of those uh, uh, people out because of all the negativity and all of that. Um, but that's something personal, you know. Um, but if we're really going to cancel out and make good all of the negative stuff going on around us, we're going to have to change the way we think. We're going to have to change the way we do our fellowship. Um, you know, our focus has to be totally different. And we have to get radical with this stuff, not in the sense of, of violent, but we have to, if we're going to be the kingdom, we have to start doing and walking out that kingdom message. And it's doing exactly what Yeshua has told us. It's all in red letters. And a lot of times, you know, many people are focused on, on oh, you got to go down the checklist. And, you know, if you do these commandments here, you're good. And you're, you know, you're awesome. And it's, it's, it's all good. And, and you, have, you have the seed of Moses, the place of Moses to start judging and, and, and you know, telling everybody else what to do. But I, I, would, I would encourage you guys, go read the red letters. And see if you're really doing the red letters. Because at the end of the day, what's written over there in Genesis to Deuteronomy, it's written. That's easy to do. But what's written in red letters, if we're not doing those red letter words, then we're in trouble. And we're, gonna, we're accountable to that. And we're going to stand before the Creator one day. And one of the major things that I think he's going to deal with in our lives is not only what did you do with what I gave you, you know, the resources that I gave you, the time, your energy, your health, your knowledge. What did you do with, with those things while you were here on the earth? That's one thing that we're going to hear. And the other thing I think he's going to pull out is to see how many people that we discipled. How many people did we actually raise up? And I'm not talking about did we preach to or, you know, did we help or counsel? I'm talking about literally how many people did we actually take by the hand and say, walk with us. Let me help you. Let me help you get to, to where you're supposed to be going. There's a truck that just rode by me there. You know, let me help you get to where you're supposed to go. And then let me, let me help release you and put you out there so that you can go forward and accomplish more than, than I have. You know, I, th I think that, that's one of the major things that we're going to have to answer. And um, if we continue to make converts, then we're going to, begin, we're going to continue to be a dead religion uh, no matter what we preach and how much glitter-filled uh, praise and worship we have or how great our messages are or how trendy or cutting edge and, you know, or, or how we, we look. Um, we're still going to be limp, uh, uh, if you will, and uh, non-functional. And, you know, I wish I had better, uh, better um, you know, 
was a lot more positive and, and, and whatnot, but you know, I'm, I'm out in the field doing the work and a part of the work and I see hurting people on, on a daily basis. And, um, and we're just not getting the job done and we're at fault for that because again, we've made more converts than we have disciples. And if we want to change our government, we want to change the political system. And if we want to change the world, we have to start making disciples. And so hopefully maybe in the next podcast or two or something like that, I'm going to begin to offer some solutions. But as I end this podcast, I I want you to ask yourself, are you a disciple? And if the answer is yes to that, then ask yourself, write down on a piece of paper the names of those people that you have raised up and they have gone forth and gone out and started doing ministry. I'm not talking about started a church or started a, a Bible study in their living room. I'm talking or, you know, or have become an evangelist or a prophet or an apostle. I'm not talking about that. Because at the end of the day, we're all supposed to be ministers according to what Yeshua said. And if we're not ministering to others, and if we're not talking about our faith and sharing our faith with others, then we are 100% in disobedience to what our master and the greatest disciple maker of all times told us. So... If you can't write any names down on a piece of paper that you've discipled, but yet you say you're a disciple, I would humbly disagree with that because being a disciple means that you have made or are in the process of making other disciples. So stay tuned with the little bit of stuff that that I do do on social media. Um, And I'm going to be offering um, solutions uh, as to what I think we should be doing in order to make this, uh, this world a better place that we live in. You know, withdrawing from everything is not the answer, nor, you know going in with guns blazing, I don't believe is, is the answer. We have a spiritual problem, not only in from the top of the leadership in the United States, all the way down into those who are leading our nation, but we have a spiritual issue amongst our ministers and leaders of our congregations and fellowships and, and living rooms and Bible studies and things like that. And until we begin to deal with the spiritual aspect, the natural aspect is going to begin, going to to continue to be chaotic, um, unorganized, dysfunctional, and um, just out of place and out of whack. So the creator of the universe is counting on you and I to make a difference in this world. And it starts with discipleship and who we're discipling and how we are being better disciples. Until the next episode, shalom and blessings.
I'm Joel Sanchez with Crucified Life Ministries signing off.